Previously on Table Quests. Isaiah, it is your turn to make another saving throw. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out some digital dice here. Okay. <laughs> 12. No. You are still <laughs> paralyzed. Yak Egg, you need to make a con saving throw. 13. Yep, you're good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isaiah, make your roll again. Roll high. Seven. Oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> I should just pull out a new set, yeah. You are still paralyzed. Grab your dice and give them to Isaiah. He needs some help. This is table quests. <laughs> yeah, okay, it is your turn. <laughs> okay. He's going to cast Vicious Mockery on this... Uh, Carrion Crawler. Which and one? Lucas lopped off the head of the oh, one that was right. attacking you. That's right. Okay. Um, the one attacking Ricky? Wait, so I don't have I don't have anyone I don't have any carrion crawlers near me, do I? Uh I mean within spell range, you have the one attacking Ricky. You're not in melee with any though. Not okay. not in melee, no. Well, in that case, um, I'm going to do uh, Isaiah a favor and move over to him and cast uh, Lesser Restoration. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess here's where it actually matters. You can cure him of his paralysis, but he will still be poisoned and making saving throws while he, to get over the poisoning. But... He will he be, be able paralyzed. to do things. He <laughs> won't be paralyzed. Because you can you can remove one, essentially. Yeah. Not, uh, but, but he's he both paralyzed, paralyzed and poisoned. Away. Well, he can still run away if he's poisoned. He can't run away if he's paralyzed. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, getting rid of the paralysis is the, the main thing. He just would have disadvantage on his attack rolls with his uh, if he's poisoned. That's about it. All right. um, you don't need to attack I'm, if you're running away. I mean, I'm yes. going to get rid of the paralyzation. Then. <laughs> OK, roll safe. Thank the maker. You are no longer <laughs> paralyzed. <laughs> All it took was somebody else's spell slot. Uh, I think I'm going to stop at that. Okay. Um, next is Ricky. So he's going to be a, start attacking the carrion crawler that has been attacking him. Uh, yeah, that hits. So he's going to do... Eight. He's going to do 13 uh, cold damage to the carrion crawler. The carrion crawler that's attacking Ricky, it's his turn. First attack is the tentacle attack that is going to hit. So it's going to do four poison damage. Uh, Ricky is going to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, Ricky is paralyzed. He's also going to make a con save for keeping haste. Oh, no. Uh, that one is still good, though. Um, Carrion Crawler is going to attempt to bite him with advantage. Uh, that one hits. So that's a crit. So Ricky is dealt, uh, 
eight points of piercing damage and we'll need to make another con save for uh, haste. Um, he makes it. So Lucas is still hasted. For now. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so that is the end of that. It is at this moment that a the group of shadows show up. Rick. I mean, nobody's paralyzed right now, so all we have to do is just the disengage action. Uh, Ricky is. Away. Well, nobody important. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we do need him. Um, okay. So, uh, back to the top of the order now. Um, it is Septimus's turn, and all of the shadow creatures are basically, uh, essentially near him. Um, and me. I'm right next to him. Yes, and you. So Septimus is going to cast Fireball. Actually, yes. Good. Oh my gosh. TPK. TPK. Total party cat. Total <laughs> party cat. He's yes. going to cast Fireball on the shadows. They each need to make a deck save. He'll center it on himself and I'll get the bugs too. <laughs> <laughs> make okay. a sacrifice play Septimus so uh, first shadow fails second well, shadow fails evocation wizard he can uh, shape it so that he doesn't take damage from his own fireball uh, third shadow succeeds fourth shadow succeeds fifth shadow succeeds so two of the two success or two failures three successes uh, they're going to take 8d6. Uh, all right, so that is... <laughs> all the shadows walk in, Septimus six, immediately one-shots all seven, of them. Uh, 9, 15, 16, 22, 24... One more. Uh, 27. Two shadows Magical immediately explode in flames and are just engulfed and disappeared. So I said 27. The others are... Badly, badly burned. Are bloodied. Well, I doubt they're bleeding. Firstly, because yeah. the shadows. It's secondly, a, it, yes. The fire the, their their the shadow like form is very patchy and it seems like they're having a difficult time maintaining their form with the like fire um <laughs> Isaiah it is now your turn <laughs> make a constitution oh wait you don't have to uh he still will at the end of his at turn to end. get over the poison um, but he gets a turn. But you actually do get to do actions and stuff. You just have disadvantage on uh, attacks. And uh, attacks and ability checks. You know what doesn't require an attack or an ability check? Disengage and run away. <laughs> I can still attack and disengage. I'm a rogue, excuse you. <laughs> True, but you'll be disadvantaged on the attack. But I'll still get a chance to attack. Only until you crit fail and then you're paralyzed again or something strange and silly. 
Let him do his thing. Do I? Do I? I mean, you 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 can't roll much lower than you have been rolling. So I guess with disadvantage, you'll be all right. <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> I don't know how many carrion crawlers are left. Two, three, two. One is. And then how many Septimus. shadows are left? Three, three. All three shadows are at the door. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the doorway, essentially. Uh, there's a carrion crawler that is by Kath and Septimus, and there's a carrion crawler that is by Ricky and Yakeg. And Lucas, right. essentially. I guess I'll sprint for the door and attack one of the uh attack one of the shadows on the way past. Okay. And run. Yeah. I'll I'll pull my daggers out for this. Yeah. Or at least one dagger. Yeah. yeah. I gotta save my bonus action, so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just rolled a uh well, with bonuses it's higher, but I just rolled a thirteen. Is that a disadvantage? You have disadvantage. Thanks, guys. Critical failure. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I wonder who could have foreseen this coming. Oh wait. It was I. <laughs> you attempt to go for the uh, the shadow and um, essentially misjudge the attack. Um, the dagger of opportunity goes uh, basically flying out of your hand and skitters across the floor, uh, uh, basically stopping at the far wall. Um, Can he still teleport to it? No. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay. Doesn't he still have to make that uh, saving throw? <laughs> I mean, he still needs to move. Well, he's not done. Where with are his you turn. moving? Oh, yeah. Past the shadows. Okay. What's your movement? Through the door. My movement speed is thirty. Okay. Uh, you make it about halfway into the room. <clears throat> halfway into the other room? Yeah. yeah. Halfway into the big open boss room. Okay. Poison save. Four. Oh, <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> Good gravy, man. <laughs> now you know how I feel. <laughs> This is just averaging out from all the good rolls he's had in the first half. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's just containing his bad luck into one episode. (laughs) Episodes 1 through 60 was all good rolls from Isaiah. Now we have all the bad rolls. Except for for the the roll that killed Yake. Karma, 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 karma. I don't, know what, I don't know what you did to tick off the guy the the geist dodds the dice gods today. <laughs> the geist <laughs> dodds. Hopefully the rap falls on you for that blast. <laughs> <laughs> um so you're like part, part of the way into the room. Um next is Yakeg. It is your turn. 
Okay. There's still a, so just a, as a reminder, there's still a carrion crawler that is essentially by you, which is attacking Ricky, um, which is kind of bad news because if he drops concentration on Lucas uh, or on haste, the Lucas is out of commission for a turn, essentially. Um, there is, uh, and there are, there's a carrion call, crawler that is by uh, Septimus and Kef, and then there are three shadows in the doorway. Okay. He is going to do vicious mockery again on the this on the one uh next to Ricky and say uh get your filthy tendrils off my brother, you you giant disgusting thing. <laughs> oh yeah, get him where it hurts. Yeah you roll the one. Alright. He's gonna take eight points of psychic damage. That's max damage, dang. Yeah. <laughs> uh and disadvantage on his next attack. Nice. <clears throat> and he's gonna um, use a bonus action uh to cast healing word on himself just at first okay. level. For okay. uh, eight points of uh, healing. Yep. Rolled another four. Okay. Um, so you heal. Uh, it is now Ricky's turn. Ricky is going to... Uh, he's paralyzed, so he needs to make a con save. Uh, and he's still paralyzed. Um... Next is the carrion crawler by Septimus and Keth. Um, so he's he attacked Keth last time, so he's gonna keep attacking Keth. But he attempted to attack Keth last time. Uh that's an eighteen. Well, he successfully attacked Keth this <laughs> time. Uh you're gonna take four poison damage, and you need to make a Constitution saving throw. Uh, 16. And you make it. All right. He's going to attempt to. That's not so bad. Uh, do a bite and. Uh, <laughs> bite attack is a uh, 7, so that doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know so what you guys sl- are complaining kind of about. Slashes you with his tentacles. <laughs> you feel kind of something like not right, but you quickly shake it off. And as he comes in for a bite attack, you dodge out of the way. Um, now it is your turn. Okay. Uh, the shadows are behind us? Yes. What the hey? Well, uh, we'll do some more unarmed attacks, I guess. Okay. Against the bug. Well, the first one was a critical miss. All right. The second one was a 14. That hits. I'll spend another key point so for the constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, he fails. He's stunned until my next turn and takes nine magical bludgeoning damage. Okay. So I will spend 
a second key point this turn to disengage as a bonus action with Step of the Wind. Do you need to disengage if he's stunned? Actually, you know what? No, but I do have to to in order to run past the shadows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So I will do that. Okay. Uh, everybody run. So you make a break for it through the shadows um, and you make Passing it farther design. into the room. <laughs> Uh, farther into the room than Isaiah does, almost uh, to the almost to the doorway of the uh, where you, where you have the the rope in the giant hole in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Can I? Uh, do I get close enough to the dagger of opportunity to scoop it up? Or uh, if you wanted to, oh, if you wanted to go that way, uh, it's um for like more straight across the room than like so the 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 door to that you are heading towards is on the left like kind of part midway through the room uh the door the dagger of opportunity skidded to like the back wall so you could get um yeah you could get like um i'll say three quarters of the way across that room to uh, not quite enough to pick up the dagger of opportunity but you're close to it never mind i'll just Ignore the dagger. Let his eye pick okay. it up on his next turn. Okay. I'm done. Next is... I assume that's the, the rest of your turn. I said that was it for my turn. I'm done. Okay. Uh, next is the shadow. Um, one of the shadows is going to... Uh, go into the room and attempt to attack Septimus. Uh, he hits, so the shadow is going to do, uh, 2d6 necrotic damage, 3, 4, 7, 9, so 9 necrotic damage, and Septimus's strength is reduced by 3. Oh no, all of his sword attacks. Yeah. <laughs> um, next is Lucas. Uh, so there's a carrion crawler that is, uh, okay. I'll say, close by attacking Ricky. There's a carrion crawler that is attacking uh, Septimus. And there's a shadow that is attacking Septimus and a sh- two shadows in the doorway. Um, I guess I'll get the carry, the, the, the crawler off of... Uh... Wait, did you say there was somebody Yeah, on the carrion crawler yeah. was on Ricky. Okay, uh, I need that to stop because I don't want to lose yeah. haste. So... Uh, how does a 23? Yeah, that hits. 24, <laughs> 23, yeah. <laughs> and then it will take uh, 11 slashing damage. Okay. Uh, 9 does not hit it. Nope. And then a 19. That definitely does. Uh, and it will take 13 slashing damage. Okay. Uh, both of your attacks. Uh, so you, you managed to lop off some of its tentacles with your first attack um and then uh you you miss with the second but are able to get in a good stab with the third it doesn't quite uh take it out but it is very badly damaged um do you have anything else you want to do on your turn no okay uh so next is the next shadow uh the that shadow is going to is uh, 40 movement speed uh next shadow is going to move over to uh, go over to you lucas and it is going to attempt to 
strength drain you. Uh-oh. Uh, 16 does not hit. And that is its turn. Uh, next is the carrion crawler on Septimus. Just going to attempt to attack him. Uh, crit failed. And uh, the bite failed as well. So uh, both of the at- attacks against Septimus fail. Next is the um, the remaining shadow is going to um, <clears throat> move out back towards um, uh, the people running away and is going to catch up with uh, Isaiah first. Uh, so he's going to attack, uh, and that is a crit fail. So uh, you do- manage to dodge the shadow's attack as well. Um, next is Septimus. He is going to firebolt the carrion crawler in front of him. Uh, hits. He's going to do 2d10. Uh, and the carrion crawler in front of him is barbecued and dead. Nice. Um, so there is one carrion crawler remaining and, uh, three shadows remaining. Uh, so after Septimus, it is Isaiah's turn. So you have a shadow that is on you, essentially. Um, I'll fight it. I've got more daggers. You can never have too many knives. I'll <laughs> okay. I'll whip out two. I'll whip out two knives and. Uh, you are still poisoned, so you roll with disadvantage. Okay. Fourteen. Uh, that still hits. Critical fail on the second attack. So the first one does... Uh, do you have an additional dagger other than the dagger of opportunity? Or two d- additional daggers? I have three additional daggers. Oh, okay. So you pulled out an additional attack. Ta- okay, sure. Uh, so what's the uh, what's the damage on the first attack then? Four piercing damage. Okay. Mm. Second one was a fail. Yep. Um, not going to penalize you for that because I already mm. made you throw the dagger of opportunity across the room. <laughs> um, no, is there anything, <laughs> is there anything else you want to do? Uh, yeah. So you basically, you manage to stab your, get your knife into the shadow and it seems to like move, move apart his shadowy form, but it doesn't really, you're not really sure if it's, um, how much it's doing. Um, but with your second attack, the shadow kind of bends at an unnatural, like, angle to dodge your attack. Um, next is... Does he still have to roll the saving throw? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can still roll the saving throw for the poison. Four. Oh, my God! (laughs) Well, if you fail two more times, it wears off. 
okay, so the shadow uh, is going to, or no, so next is to Isaiah. Oh, do you have anything else you want to do on your turn, Isaiah? No. Okay. Uh, next combat, so. is Yakeg. It is your turn. Okay. Did you say I was in melee with that carrion eater? No, you weren't. Okay. If I can get a clear shot of the other room, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on uh, one on first of carry the last carrion eater. So that would be the one in front of Ricky. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. Okay. So I assume it hits. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, 25, I think, but, uh, um, yeah, that hits <laughs> seven points of force damage against that one. Okay. And then he's going to fire another one at, uh, uh, uh the carrion feet. You're going to, oh, you're fire, firing a shadow or uh, the uh, second bolt against the shadow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the one that uh, Isaiah's up against. Yeah, that's fine. Help him out. And that is a uh, dirty 20. Yep. And that's two points of force damage. And is he within 60 feet? Uh, is who? Isaiah. Yes. Okay. He is going to spend his last bardic inspiration to inspire him. Okay. Come on, Isaiah, you can do this. We need you. Oh, boy. So you get, Next. A, get to oh add a D8 boy. to any roll for the next 10 minutes. Just think of all the possibilities, man. <laughs> Uh, next is Ricky. He's going to attempt to, uh, Ray of Frost, the carrion feeder, uh, nearby him. Uh, he hits it and blasts, uh, it doesn't matter because damage, well, I guess it, no, it still doesn't matter. Uh, the carrion feeder or carrion feeder, carrion crawler in front of him dies, uh, due to the, uh, bitter cold rays that come from his from Ricky's fingertips. Uh, nice. So, uh, yeah. So there are only the shadows left. Uh, Keth, it is your turn. We run to the rope. You throw open the door, run into the room, start climbing the rope, and make it uh, essentially make it to the top of the rope up into the kitchen. If you want to dash, you could make it out further. <laughs> no, I just want to stay here so I can help other people up the rope or something. Okay. Um. With that, it is the shadow that Isaiah is uh, in combat with. It's it's his turn. Uh, going to attempt to strength drain and fails because that is in eleven. I assume does not hit your AC. It does not. Nice. Uh, next is Lucas. 
There are two shadows in the doorway. There is one that is on Isaiah further past those shadows. Um, uh, is Isaiah still in the, in a rough way? I uh, probably yes. Okay, he seems like the person to help, so I will get on that shadow. Uh, you would be moving through two shadows to get to him. What's well, dumb? Have either of those ones taken damage? Yeah, they no? took uh yeah. some damage yeah, from the, all the shadows fireball. Have taken some damage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I uh, so I can't move around those two. I mean, right. unless you the you could move through them if you wanted to to disengage, but that would take your action. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you'll right. still get. Oh, actually, still you could get use your uh, you could use your haste action to disengage. Technically, my haste action. You mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I could use that to disengage. Uh, I thought it could only be used for no, attack. no, no. You can use it for attack. Uh, you can, a single weapon attack. Uh, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. So you, instead you can, of making three attacks, you can make two attacks and disengage. Whatever. I'll just attack the one of the two of them. Okay. Uh, that's like a 26 or something stupid. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> um, nine slashing damage. Okay. Um, your Another. blade passes through the shadow, but, uh, dealing, seeming to stir up, stir it up, but doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's doing as much damage as you would expect it to do, but it is still doing okay, some damage. fine, I get, I get it. The, <laughs> I, I understand what this means now. <laughs> you need magical damage, like your javelin. Yeah, I'll pull out the stupid javelin. <laughs> <laughs> And you don't have to throw it. Well, it's run it through. It's a 26 to hit. Yeah, that hits. It does less damage, but probably more. <laughs> yeah, it's not halved like your sword is. Uh, eight, piercing. Yeah, that shadow Magical disappears. Piercing. You right. you jab that javelin clean through the shadow and it breaks apart uh like it and then you pull it back and there's blood on it and you look and his eye is bleeding out of his oh, no. <laughs> it's just the kind of luck that he's having today <laughs> i just brought you back to life <laughs> and i'm gonna club the other shadow over the head with the javelin as well okay um uh, that's a 16 to hit yeah that hits okay and it will take uh 12 uh, you can't damage because he's clubbing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Magical you, you, bludgeoning damage. That uh, that shadow also just evaporates as you stab your javelin clean through it, and uh, there are no remaining enemies. What? I thought there was still a shadow on Isaiah. Oh wait, yeah, there is. J.K. I lied. Uh, and what There's, about the one that I stunned? He's still around. He's not stunned anymore. The, uh, the, the one, uh, carrion the, crawler. the carrion crawler that you stunned, Septimus burned and killed. Oh, never mind. So yeah, you ju- you have a single shadow that is on like uh, in melee range with Isaiah. It is Septimus's turn, or rather, no, no, no. Actually, you can continue your movement through the door, Lucas. <laughs> I don't want to just completely cut off your turn. 
Uh, I mean, I was just moving towards Zaya to. Yeah, uh, you uh, make it. I'll say like within. Uh, not not quite to him. You're like ten feet away from the shadow, five feet away from Isaiah. Um, Septimus moves through the door, and he is going to attempt to uh, burninate the shadow with firebolt. Uh, and in the countryside, and misses. Burninate and all the peasants. Uh, Isaiah, it is your turn. Tractor! Tractor! Okay. <laughs> well, I've got two daggers. I'm engaged in melee. I might as well swing them both again. Despite the weakness in my bones. <laughs> the first one is a critical failure. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> The second one is a critical failure. What? <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> these garbage you <laughs> dice, these absolute pieces of trash. So sorry, Nick. You, 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 you fed up. You're tired of being, like, paralyzed and just taking all this damage. You go for, like, the cleaver attack, and you put way too much emphasis into it, and you swing your hands out, like, just completely trying to, like, cut through them like an axe, and the daggers fly out of your hands backwards and land and stick into the door frame. (laughs) Both daggers. So if anyone would like to send a Zion new dice, our PO boxes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yaka, it is your turn. He still has I have to save against the poison. Oh yeah, sorry. You <laughs> still got that D8. Freaking four. Oh, yeah, D8's not going to even help on that. Even if he rolls max, it's only 12. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is just like all the times that I've just not been able to roll higher than a 7, all channeled into Nick all at once. (laughs) Yakeg, it is now your turn. Okay, Eldritch Blast on this guy. Yep. Okay. Uh, 24 for the first hit. Yep. <laughs> and uh, 23 for the second. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> uh, 17. Point 17 damage. damage. Okay. Isaiah, so you completely just exasperated... Uh, daggers fly out of your hands uh, filled with rage and then two green bolts just fly over your shoulder and hit this shadow and the shadow just evaporates in front of you I used to be able to do that (laughs) combat is actually over now (laughs) okay one more poison save i well, after this one, it's just gone. So. 
He wants to, he wants to see if it's possible. Why don't you get the look on his face right now? Twelve. <laughs> you got the D. You got the D eight, man. <laughs> no, don't even bother. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you are no longer poisoned. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Lucas, you are no longer hasted. Oh, that means I have to do nothing for uh, a round, right? Or is it <laughs> yeah. Six seconds. Okay. <laughs> or a minute, I guess. This is just like the time that I got petrified, but worse. Because <laughs> when you're petrified, you're invulnerable. Having defeated the carrion crawlers and the shadows, what do you guys do? Pick up my daggers. You jump up, like reach out up and pull the daggers out of the door frame, putting them back in your pack, and you run over and grab the dagger of opportunity. <clears throat> I think this might be a good opportunity to uh, oh, just uh, sit down and take a breather. You want me to take a rest after that? I'm well rested. <laughs> I'm going to continue on and move and enjoy my motor functions. <laughs> Grabs the dagger and moves toward the next door. <laughs> Which one? There's two. Uh, there's two doors, one to the right and one to the left. Whichever one is closer to the dagger of opportunity. Uh, that's... Wait, hold up. Uh, are you trying to leave or are you trying to go further in? Further in. Okay, so you need to go back into the room you just came out of. And both doors are kind of equidistant from where you're standing. I go to the left one and I just like... I just... <laughs> I'm not leaving without what I came for. Um, Josh, did you say you made everyone healing potions, or was that in the other campaign? <laughs> we uh, drank them all. Okay, yeah. that was in the other campaign. <laughs> um, I have the ability to make at least one more, but it takes time because I have the herbs and the stuff to do mm -hmm. it. Or two more. I have two. I have two herbs for healing <clears throat> potions, but I have never spent the time to make them. Okay. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we drank all of our healing potions. They're gone. Okay, that's what I thought. I mean, Yakanik's looking a little worse for wear. But How about we leave the, the haunted house of death? Nah, let's go further in. Isaias, you uh, burst open the door on the left side, um, and ahead of you are... Um, it looks like a uh, a chemistry room, essentially. There's like a bunch of test tubes and various chemicals and things, uh, beakers, uh, like Bunsen burners, that sort of thing. Um, but none of it is like active or doing anything. Um, there's no lantern in here. There's no lantern in here. Um, and there's no other door in the room. Uh, no. Then I leave. And I go to the other door 
anyone else wants to check out the chemistry set, they can. <laughs> I'll go take a look at it. Also, why does Yakeg need a rest? Is he low on HP or is he... He's a, he's a little low on HP. Low on HP and he, he'll get his bardic inspiration back as well. Well, I mean, if Isaiah's just going to burst open the door... Captain's still upstairs out. waiting for everyone. <laughs> you throw open the uh, the door and immediately the light from that Septimus had essentially gets reduced by half. Um, like, there's just this rush, like, flooding of oppressive uh, darkness that... Um, makes his the 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 range of his light spell just reduced by half. Um, I fire an arrow into the darkness. <laughs> Pulling a classic yacht. <laughs> Make a roll with disadvantage. Out and face him. No. <laughs> Are you you're you're firing an arrow in there? No, but I have one drawn. Okay. Zai's upset, but he's not that upset. <laughs> because of you opening the door and this rush of darkness, the pool of like light has drawn back so that you can't really see what is in the in the next room. Care to help anyone? Septimus is going to to walk over to kind of bring bring the light along with him. Uh and uh, Ricky is walks that way as well. Um, Lucas, uh, Yakeg, what are you guys doing? Yakeg is going to cast light on a metal crossbow bolt. Okay. And load it. <laughs> okay. Um, mm. So you guys uh, walk up to the room, and with the light from Septimus's uh, spell and the light from Yakeg's spell it's able to like it you can see kind of in midair almost like two things basically like two um uh like essentially tendrils of um something just uh colliding and trying to push on each other um in front of you uh and uh, some of the beams of light are getting around this um, uh, this seeming like force, I'll say. And uh, you can see Malik as you uh, originally remember him, like his appearance, uh, eyes closed um, with some like lips moving and, and he's speaking something that you don't understand. Yes, Jake. Actually, um, if it's not too late, sure. Could I instead cast light on Lucas's sword? Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Um, so instead of it doesn't make your short sword do magical damage, but it is glowing now. It should yeah. though. <laughs> no, that's magic really. weapon. It's a paladin spell. Yeah. <laughs> um, With a single spell, I can turn your sword into a lightsaber. <laughs> it is. I mean, if it was a saber, it would be a lightsaber. What? It isn't. Yeah. Uh, it's a light longsword. It's a laser sword. 
But yeah, you uh, basically essentially the same thing. You see Malik like eyes closed with a, a tome open in front of him with a like a uh, um, black cover with white writing on it that you uh, can't really tell what the language is. Um, and in the center of the room, uh, it's, it's very difficult to see because like I said, there's this force, but occasionally there are, uh, a few, um, bits of light that are able to kind of get past and you see what looks like a, uh, pristine lantern that is made of this black metal, um, but it seems to be just radiating darkness, essentially. Um, uh, standing next to Malik is a uh, what looks like a a suit of armor, but the the like the face covering is up, and you can just see like a skeleton's head inside this suit of armor. He does not seem to either notice or care about uh, the, the door opening right now. Keth, after waiting a moment, uh, you don't really see anyone... Nobody gave up the hold. ...coming. Uh, guys. <laughs> Hello. Perfectly good hole with rope to leave. <laughs> really no response. <laughs> Did, wait, <laughs> did, did Nick just say what I think he said? <laughs> yes, he did. I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> okay. Malik or he said Keth? he really wanted to shoot him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, uh, I thought he was talking about Keth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> no, well? <laughs> no response. We can hear the shrugging of shoulders. <laughs> I I don't want to go back into this house, but these numbskulls are going to need me anyways, so I guess I'm going <laughs> back into the house. I'll go back to the room, the big open room, because yeah. that's wh- I think that's where the door was that everybody went through. Yeah. So, Kath, you enter the, the room. What are What are you guys doing? You've opened this door... Uh, Malik doesn't seem to care or notice that you're there, and there is a I'm like a shoot him. You're gonna shoot him, all right? Like unless somebody stops me, like <laughs> makes a motion, I will draw my bow and fire. Do we see him, Malik? Yes. No. Do we see Isaiah? I mean, yeah. You've got light. It's like it's it's illuminating up to like a point in the room, and then you can see like beams of light, essentially like kind of curving around this uh this dark like spherical force. Essentially, it's almost can, like a light force field thing. Please let me use this roll. Please, it's higher than a ten. <laughs> I just rolled it for fun. If you're uh. Unless someone is intending to stop you from shooting, you should. Anyone intending to stop him? Um, Hey, what are you doing? No, don't interfere! (laughs) You didn't stop. 
You're gonna shoot it. Then you're gonna shoot it. All right. Go I'm ahead. Use the shoot. roll. Shoot it. I critted. Uh, well, now he's dead again. And there's right. no more information he can give us again. We don't care. We just want to destroy the freaking lantern. Let's see. Damage, 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 damage. Minimum damage. Um, so that's going to be 10 damage. Okay. So he's chanting this thing, and then an arrow just strikes him in the shoulder. Um, and uh, without, uh, like... It it just it it strikes him in the shoulder and he like stops the uh the whatever he was like saying, um, and just looks up and says, "Well, it seems we have guests." <laughs> Not so much guests as assassins. Everyone, roll initiative. Oh my gosh! Ah. Including me, even though I'm not in the same room. Yeah, might as well. All right. 13. It's a six. Uh, okay. It's a natural 20. Okay. Six. <laughs> Yakeg, you get to go first. So you see, uh, Isaiah loose a, an arrow and it hits, um, it hits Malik in the shoulder and uh, he looks up at you kind of with a twisted smile. Uh, what do you what do you do? How much distance is between Isaiah and Malik? 50 feet. I'm considering lightning bolt. But it's my last third level spell slot. Yeah, I'm sure you don't need any one of those today. Not for like revivify or something. Exactly. You know what? He bloated it anyways. Um, He's going to quickly fly a little closer, fire his crossbow bolt. So that is... At Malak or the suit of armor? Um, Malak. Okay. For 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. With uh, nine points of piercing. Okay. And then he's he's going to use his movement, his other the rest of his movement to get back behind Isaiah. Don't think there's anything else he can do as a bonus action. So I think we're just going to stick with that for now. Okay. Well, next is Malik's turn. He is going to uh, walk forward into the center of the room towards the the lantern. Uh, pick up the lantern and uh, cast Dimension Door. Oh, frick. Bye. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this purplish energy envelops, um, Malik and he just vanishes in front of you. 
uh also uh so with with that gone um the light from the light spells just fully go in and illuminate the room now the the restriction on the the light source is gone and um you are left with the um the uh skeleton knight run uh keth it's your turn <laughs> cool I want to figure out where everybody went. You go back down the down the rope into the uh, main entryway, whatever, and you see everyone kind of crowded around this door. What going on? He was here, and he left. Who? Malik. The necromancer has the lantern, and he's running. Good we need job. to find him. Now. <laughs> v, V, andale. Schnell, rapido. I don't know Spanish. I only know Dwarvish and Elvish. <laughs> 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 Fly, you fools. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, can I see the skeleton knight? Yeah. Well, actually, what's dimension door is what? 500 feet. Yes. So it's very likely he's not even in the house anymore. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, Keth is like coming down. Okay, what's the matter? We're all running back to go. <laughs> no, you're all gonna stay and fight this skeletonite when you should be running after Malik. <laughs> no, we're gonna run and chase Malik. Really? <laughs> yeah, we have to find him uh, first, uh, then we can chase him. Uh-huh. I'm leaving. Are we still in initiative? Yeah, it's still my turn. I'm gonna leave. Okay. You leave, you make it to about the, um, uh, back out to the, I'll say the main central room with like the staircase, uh, or the, the door that leads to the rope. Um, next is Ricky. Hey, 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 I'm not done yet. Okay. Yep. I'm going to dash. Okay. You make it up the rope into the kitchen. No, I was going to use the stairs. I don't need the okay, rope. Okay. You make it up the stairs. The rope was for the <laughs> shadow things. Okay. As sure. as we've established, I can make it around the entire house in one round. So I think I can make it outside in one round. Uh, yeah, you'd be able to make it outside. All right. Do I see him anywhere? Um, perception check. That uh, could be better. Eleven. You do not see. Uh, you, you don't see him. There are a couple of different houses that are nearby, uh, that, uh, kind of surrounding this one. Um, but you, you don't see, um, Mal, you don't see any signs of Malik. Okay. I guess I'll just wait for everybody else to get out here. Now I'm done. Um, 
Risk, Ricky is going to basically hold his turn to see what you guys want to do. Risky. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, Isaiah, it is your turn. <laughs> oh, this... I can bonus action dash two. So you know what? I'm going to turn around the skeleton knights of no interest and I'm going to run. I don't have haste anymore. <laughs> well, then dash. Uh, still slow. Uh, so where? Sorry, where are you running? Like back out, essentially? Upstairs. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's <clears throat> basically trying to follow cat. Yeah. So you make it. Uh, you don't. What's what's your movement speed? Forty five. Standard thirty. Thirty. Uh, you 45. make it to the stairs. But can I dash twice? Because I'm a rogue. Like using your um bonus action. Yeah, cunning action. Ah. Uh, can you take dash the dash action more than once in a turn? Uh, you gain extra movement for your turn. The increase equals your speed after applying any modifiers. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> rules as written, I think that's plausible. Because, like, dash just adds your speed, so it doesn't double your speed again, but, like, you, you'd be able to move an extra 30 feet, so you'd make it up the stairs. Whatever you want to rule it, move me as far as I can go. <laughs> you're, you're up the stairs, essentially, back into the, the, the main room, uh, whereas Keth is, like, basically out on the front porch. Um... Okay. Is is the plan just for everyone to run away and ignore the night? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um at this Jeremy point Jeremy Crawford says, Jeremy Crawford says that a rogue using cunning action or a monk using step of the wind can dash twice on a turn. Okay, cool. Oh, huh, that's cool. It that's what it so seemed like that. it was um uh yeah, so uh, just you guys close the door, letting the skeleton knight stay in there and just head back up. Uh, at this point, we're gonna we're gonna break uh, initiative order. We're out of out of okay. combat. <clears throat> Wait, we came in here to stop the guy again, right? Yeah, that was why we came in here. Now we're not gonna do that anymore. Well, he left. We can't stop him okay. here because he isn't here. Um, but he okay. How are we gonna stop Malik gonna go? if Malik's not in the room? <laughs> Answer me that. <laughs> are you thinking? Are you thinking he's still in the house? He has a maximum range of five hundred feet. True, he could have just dimension doored two rooms over. He could be anywhere between ten and five hundred feet away from us. Right, yeah. Terrible idea. We'll split up. All right, gang, let's split up. Kill me. <laughs> I know I'll at least try to fly out of the house and see if 
I get some uh, height and see if I can spot him running. Okay. Uh, perception check. That landed on its side. What the? Okay. Ten. Um, you see a number of the townsfolk just kind of going about their business uh, as you fly up, but you don't see Malik. Okay. Not seeing him up here. All right. What do we do now? Cry a little, cry a lot. Um, the I should note at it the uh weird like twilight whatever stuff that was going on before has seemed to stop and has cleared up. Uh, most notably, uh, it's not raining anymore. And I guess if he can't, if Yaka can't see him above, he's going to try to go back into the house and look around. Okay. See if he's in, see if he's in any of the other rooms. Okay. Um, you make your way through some of the other rooms. Um, the uh, piano room, the study, like basically uh, checking to see if anyone, like if if he's there. Um, going through the different rooms, uh. You, like ba- doing a quick sweep of them, like he's not, he's not in any of the any of the the rooms you've been in. I'm not seeing him in here. Maybe he's in another house. Your necromancer is in another castle. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is where we do the stereotypical RPG thing and just go into random people's houses and start looking around. No, Why are you crop- looking at my family chest? I, it's, it's something that I've had for generations. Throws grandma's at, like urn on the ground, breaks it open. No, he's not in here. Oh my gosh. As if there's anybody left in this town who would care. We look for Healy tracks. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we just leave the skeleton guy. He can have this house. <laughs> have the others uh gone out of the house yet or no um does, i don't believe so other than kath i mean i don't have any reason to stick around right I'll, i'm happily to make my happy to make my way out of there i mean it's up to you guys now we're out of combat just tell me what you what you're uh I guess what you're doing if you need any input from me and uh, go for it. Yakek turns to uh, Septimus. Do you have any other, do you have any idea where else he could have gone to? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know that much about Malik. I just know that he was uh, terrorizing the town of Redlock. Honestly, maybe if we, uh, Maybe if we look through his uh, this house, we might find more uh, something on him. 
I don't know what this house was used for, honestly. Other than necromancy, obviously. There is that chemical lab back in the basement. I guess he'll go and uh, go back into the the basement uh, cautiously, depending if that skeleton knights come out. Uh, it has not. Okay, then I'll go. So he's nowhere in this house. We've like searched it top to bottom, and he's nowhere here. And it sounds that way. Okay. See if he can find any. He's gonna. Yaka's gonna see if he can find any clues in the lab. Yeah. You uh, roll an investigation check for me. That's a four. Um. I'll help him. Okay. So, uh, Isaiah goes down and, uh, also combs through the, uh, the room. So you have advantage, Jake. Okay. Thanks. A little better. 13. Okay. You, uh looking around start seeing notes um essentially notes around that are um talking about prolonging human life uh trying to figure out what uh there are actually you you find kind of two different groups of notes um, one of them is devoted to trying to figure out how to prolong human life similar to the uh, using magic, similar to uh, it, it gives examples like the elves, because the elves live for centuries and centuries, whereas the human life expectancy is not that great uh, compared to the elves. Um, and so there's a number of... Um, these notes and research basically research notes and things uh signed by a uh signed by nathaniel decker um the other notes that you find are uh whereas the others were more pristine more well organized that sort of thing these were more hastily scribbled together. Um, and you see, uh, they, they're by the same person, this, this Nathaniel Decker. Um, but they are, um, uh, they're talking about a disease that has been ravaging through, uh, Loudwater recently. It is, uh, called the um the arcane blight uh it seems to be a disease of magical origin which uh feeds off of the life force of those afflicted by it 
and they are uh, there are a bunch of notes about different uh, stating different names and uh, essentially talking about how it has been affecting the the town of Loudwater, how he's opened up this house as a medical ward to try and treat these people um, and the um, a few notes about his uh, his son um, getting ill with the disease. Um, and you find uh, a note that is um, addressed to his uh, his son. Uh, here's this. Uh, my dearest son, as young as you are, I, do, I don't expect you to understand what I am doing or why I am doing it. I hope to keep this letter so I hope you keep this letter so that you may read it one day and understand. Out of all my discoveries in the magical realm and the secrets of what life means and how it works, all of my magical accomplishments mean nothing compared to the joy you bring me. With this, with the help of some colleagues, I have forged a magical ring that I leave in your care. It is using this, it is using this ring that I will transfer my life to you, my son. It is bitterly ironic that all my research, that all my research into the magic of creating and preserving life has, has utterly failed to cure you of this disease or save your mother. For my sake, I hope this last-ditch effort works. I already see the spark of magic in your eyes. I hope... I hope you will become a powerful wizard someday, accomplish great things. Perhaps in your lifetime you will see humanity grow ages like the elves. I am instructing your Uncle Argus to come and take care of you. The ride of Lork should not should not be too long. Try to behave for him, okay? Take care, I love you. So Malik must either be this Nathaniel Decker, or maybe maybe he might he might even be his son, I don't know. But it appears that he has a ring of some kind of power. They were all of them deceived. <laughs> or another ring was made. Forged in the fires of Red Lark. <laughs> we don't talk Heathcliff, about the fires of Heath, Red Lark. <laughs> Heathcliff poured all of his malice, all his wrath. <laughs> Lady Evelyn and then he died. <laughs> all of her malice, all of her wrath, all of her wooden bowls. <laughs> so many wooden bowls that's what she used to fuel the furnace um trying to see if Argus sounds familiar I'm trying to see if I wrote that down Argus Argus the uncle I don't me, believe I have. You take better notes. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. I. Yeah, I haven't. I, I'll. I'll just clear up that misconception right away. That is not a name that you have heard before. Or if it It'd is, it's unintentional. <laughs> It'd be impressive. Yeah. 
It is a name you've heard before. You should definitely go talk to them. I'm sure they have everything to do with this. Argus. I wrote it down. I didn't even name the guy. I didn't even... I don't think I've mentioned that guy, but I wrote it down. <laughs> you know what? Yakik's going to take it. He's going to take it and show it to uh, Septimus. Ask him if okay. Nathaniel Decker... Or Argus or Lork sound familiar to him? Um. So he uh, reads through the note and uh, Nathaniel Decker. Wait. So this is what happened to him. Nathaniel Decker was a fairly accomplished, um, a fairly accomplished wizard. He was, a lot of people in the arcane world thought he was close on a breakthrough in order to extend human life as we know it. Um, but I, he just disappeared. No one had heard from him in 30 years. If, if this is, this is what happened to Nathaniel Decker, then this... Maybe it would have been better if he'd stayed missing. <laughs> it is a shame. He was a good man. Was. <laughs> well, I mean, according to this letter, he transferred his life into his son. Is Malik Decker's son? That I do not know. Yeah, this is why we don't do necromancy, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids, don't do necromancy. Or Healy's. Yes. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Just as bad, if not worse. Yeah. If I had to locate okay, the object, so... it might be something. The question we are left with, familiar with the object you're trying to locate. We came here to stop him from doing a ritual this evening, right? That was the plan. Yes. Have we stopped that from happening? So let me see if I've got this straight. Nathaniel Decker was a wizard who worked here researching how to prolong human life and was a doctor of some kind. And then his son, as it happens, also suffered a magical affliction. So, under the pretext of leaving for some magical rite, he left a ring to his son, who was in the care of his uncle Argus, and used that ring to transfer his life force into his son. I Sounds about right. Yes, I believe that is accurate. It makes a little more sense to Lucas now, but still not a lot of sense. <laughs> so did he transfer his life force in order to save his son, or did he do it to prolong his own life? 
Is the person in the son's body the son or just his dad overtook him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of questions to be answered still. And why does he have such an interest in the magical lantern and the darkness? Unless he's just insane now, thanks to these <laughs> magics. Yeah. Yes. This is all way too cerebral for Lucas. <laughs> yeah, good thing Kat's not even there. He'd be even more confused. <laughs> I and believe. we are presuming, we we assume that the body, the son he is talking of is Malik. That seems to be what the party is assuming. Whether or not that's correct, we don't know. Either he's his son, or Malik killed his... Took over the research? Yeah. But that doesn't entirely make sense either. Regardless, he's still it, there's some necromancy it, stuff going on. Yeah, does it does it matter precisely yeah. like what what the metaphysics of the situation are? Well, that's a big word, Lucas. Congratulations. Well, I had schooling, right? Like, yeah, I don't just because I don't know anything about magic doesn't mean right. I don't know. <laughs> right. All right. Then our priority right now is to find Malik because. We can only assume that whatever happened, he's either crazy, mad with power, crazy, probably crazy, and needs to be put down along with this lantern. Oh, And also probably crazy. Yes. So if you were a crazy necromancer and you had just been routed from your, like, not even, not even cool house... Like what? What's your next move? Where do you Where do you go? Back to Redlock, <laughs> which is more than five hundred feet away. Not only is it more than five five hundred feet away, but you're not here. Uh, why am I responding to you? <laughs> Get no, out of here, Josh. <laughs> hmm. With the house that we were in. Uh, would, would it be safe to say that that was the doctor's shop? Well, that was Decker's clinic where he, that's why there was the hospital room. Decker's right. clinic and his uh, workshop, sure, yeah. His, like, uh, lab, I'll say. Okay. <laughs> well, I know the title for... Uh, this half uh, or this episode face off no Decker's laboratory oh my gosh <laughs> did you plan that no <laughs> yes he did don't lie to us yes it was all according to my plan you've fallen right into my <laughs> trap you've activated my trap card 
would have thought that a child could win a children's card game? <laughs> hmm. I play Pot of Greed. It allows me to draw two cards. <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> All right, so we either search the town or we keep searching, <laughs> this, ha- searching this house to see if there's any further clues. I know the piano room didn't have any bodies in it. In it but- if he went to Red Lark, that's just it, right? Like, we're done. We can't do anything about it. Well, he couldn't have gotten it. He couldn't have gotten to Red Lark right away. Unless he's like a millionth level spellcaster. <laughs> if he has teleport, he might have a teleportation circle link there. So he just used dimension door to get somewhere get safe circle. where he could cast. I guess, I mean, we could just scour the, we could scour the town for a circle, but even if he didn't have a circle, he could still cast teleport. And go to the uh, other circle. Right. So yeah, do we, if we assume that he went back to Red Lark, maybe deciding that that was where he was going to enact his evil plan, then we have the decision of either crossing across half the country again to get back to Red Lark and save it from this lantern ritual or continue our quest to find the relic to the east. I have a weird idea. He's going to go to... Split the party and do both? Uh, (laughs) no. He's going to go to uh, Ricky, um, who's kind of in a similar situation. Does any of this seem familiar to you? To well, I mean, he just—I think what he's asking is like Ricky has been tested upon. He's had weird magical crap tested on him. He's got a—he his soul is in another body. Oh yeah. I'm wondering if there's like a correlation. Um, So the question is like, does any of this sound familiar? It is it comparable in any way? Um. That that ring sounds familiar. A ring that can transfer one's life force into another sounds. Wait, ooh. Uh, he, uh, Yakeg like searches his things and thinks for a second. Um, turns to Kath. Uh, Kath's not there. Where'd he go? Cat's outside. I thought we were outside. <laughs> I am outside. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> oh, you know what? You're right. We went back into the thing. Yeah, you guys are still inside the house. Where's Kith? <laughs> Where is everyone? <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the session is Keth and Yake calling for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they so enamored with this stupid house? Death! <laughs> I wanted to go to the next town. I wanted to play Mousetrap. <laughs> you roll your dice, you move your mice, no one get hurt. But no! <laughs> I wanted to go bowling. <laughs> what if for once we told our mate... To, we we do what we tell her mate we're actually doing. 
just to shake things up. <laughs> yes. But I want to go dungeon delving. Outside and find him. Do you still have that ring? Yes. You mean this ring? And I show the ring on my hand. Yes, yes, uh, that one. Yes, I have it. Can I see it? You're looking at it. <laughs> I'm like, um, borrowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Can it I temporarily steal it? <laughs> yes. It requires attunement, right? Yeah, but he's not a Yakek's not attuned. I know, to but it. if I give it to him, I can just take it right back and stay attuned to it. I don't believe the With ring. Your permission, could I temporarily steal this? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember if I required attunement on the 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 ring or not. Honestly, because I think I let you guys essentially use it right away. I only have written down what it does. Not if it requires attunement or not. Okay, I'm going to say it probably doesn't require attunement then. Oh. This is the Ring of the Martyr, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, sure. I'll give it to him. Uh, he's going to take it back over to Ricky. Uh, do you think he was talking about this? <laughs> he just leaves Ken outside, <laughs> walks back into the house. There's no more threats about. But we should follow Dead Man. <laughs> yes, yes, we, we will. I, I have an idea. But Dead Man, go this way. Why do you just come along? <laughs> Did Ken see it? Did Ken no. which way he went? No. Well, he's. This way, as in outside of the house, not inside the house. Uh, <laughs> Fine, I'll follow Birdman. It is just Back household. into this stupid house. <laughs> okay, he shows the ring to Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> Did it look anything like this? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> it does something similar to what, to what Deco was talking about. Oh, yeah. Is anybody at low health? Uh, uh, I took, like, a quarter of my health and damage. I'm doing okay. I'm at 18. That seems kind of low. Yeah. Give me back the ring. Well, I'm going <laughs> to let man, him... Give me ring back. Did, did Ricky answer? Well, he's got to have a demonstration. No, Just no, saying, no. hey, look, this is a ring doesn't exactly tell him what it does. Or explain it for him. I believe that I saw something similar during my, I'll say, our imprisonment in, um, with Isabel. I, I believe that was the ring that I was thinking of. What if you, what if you put a trace on it? Uh, well, I can see. So, uh, Ricky takes the ring and, um, casting Ricky's trace... There, uh, he like makes the uh the the threads visible. Um, there are uh two that branch out and go to um uh you Yakeg and Kath. Uh, there are a few that go uh basically through the back of the house and keep going further west. And then there are two that uh, go 
Where are you guys positioned in the house? Like in the main foyer room? Yeah. There are two that kind of go down at an angle into the basement pointing towards like back to the the back right corner like where the um it, it, through the floor but in the direction of the study and the the stairs so in the like back right corner essentially that's a good place to start we could try that part of the basement first holding on to the ring uh, Ricky kind of leads the way into the basement, and as you exit the stairs, the the threads uh, essentially are going into, um, <clears throat> like you you get off the stairs and directly to the left, the the thread two of the threads go like through the wall. Okay, investigation must be like some sort of secret door. 17 looking at this uh the the way that the uh threads are going through the wall you don't believe like combing it over you don't believe there is any secret entrances here but um the uh the the trace doesn't show you a path it just points to where this whatever is on the other side is so it doesn't like Essentially, there might be a path still there. It's just you didn't find it through this wall. The door could be somewhere else. Yeah. There is probably still a way to get there, just not through this wall. Right. Love that vacuum in the background. Yeah, don't mind me. (laughs) If there was a room behind this wall, what would be uh, the room above it on the main floor? Uh, so there, the, if you're, there are two rooms that would be, I'll say that are next to, if they're like this, this, uh, spot, um, there is the lab and then there is the study, which is directly above. Yeah, I think it's going to try the study. Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation roll. Uh, 18. So you're combing through this study and you get to a, I'll say a decently sized chest uh, that is uh, towards like one of the back walls. So you've already combed through all the books, pulling on them, digging through, seeing if there's any like doors or whatever behind bookcases. And you get to this like large chest that's about six feet wide and um, four feet deep. Uh, or four feet, like, long, I'll say. Um, and, uh, it is, it has a lock on it. It is locked. But there's something off about this chest. Um, Isaiah. Hmm? I think I found something. Okay. What is it? This chest here is locked. Be careful, though. It, something feels funny. I'll investigate it first. Okay. I don't want to get a poison needle trap or anything. You don't like poison? I thought you loved poison. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you spent uh, all the combat in poison because you liked it so much. Twenty nine. Okay. Um. Doesn't like poison. This lock, uh, seems to have some sort of uh, like magical mechanism on it that if you tamper with it incorrectly, it can cause a. Uh, but if you tamper with it correctly, a minor explosion. Fun. If you don't disarm it, oh, so it's like a. It's yeah. It's warded. Yes. Okay. What would you make me check to disarm the rune ward first? Um, I would say like it's it's so it's it's a. Me- <laughs> It's essentially a mechanical mechanism that triggers a ward, so I would say this is just a sleight of hand. Jeremy just said mechanical mechanism. Yes, mechanical well, mechanism. It isn't. It would be a check with thieves' tools. Yes, a check right? with thieves' tools. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. well, yes, as opposed to a magical mechanism. Ah, <laughs> uh, got him. A mechanical machine. Sixteen. <laughs> Uh, you are you successfully uh, um, open the lock and without any uh, negative consequences. Uh, you lift open the uh, the top of the chest and you see the bottom is a staircase leading downwards. Hey, listen, is uh, looks like we uh, found this trap door. Wonder, wondering if it'll lead to our neighborhood necromancer. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of uh, Table Quests. If you wish to interact with any of us, uh, be sure to follow us on our on any of our uh, social media platforms. We have a Facebook page. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at at Table Quests, or even on our subreddit at r slash Table Quests. If you like the show, if uh, please feel free to send it to any of your friends and family. We would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Those bugs really got into me. All right, until next time. Grab your dice and remember, the shadow knows. <laughs> what is that from? The shadow. What evil lurks in the hearts of men? <laughs> it's an old radio show. Okay. The Geist Dodds. The Geist Dodds? The Geist Dodds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Do not blaspheme the Geist Dodds. Oh, jeez. Oh, crap. <laughs> Grab your dice and remember not to blaspheme the Geist Dodds. This is Table Quests. I mean, that'd be great if that wasn't just going to be some blooper somewhere. <laughs> Is the lantern there? Yeah, that's the the bla- the lantern made out of black metal that you can occasionally see glimpses of in the in the center of the room. And Kath said to send him a message when we have the dagger, not when we find it. Well, 
the lantern. We already, I, but, I mean, uh, used you already the used the today. sending stones, so. Well, I, I, <laughs> I thought, I thought that was before he joined you. Yep. And then left. It's not one message from each stone. It's one message between the pair with a response per day. Yeah. Hmm. So unless you know the spell message, you can't tell me anything. I'm not there. I do not. I'll tell you. He really wanted to be. If if he's somehow within 30 feet, he could cast Minor Illusion and send him a message. He's not within 30 feet. He's like completely two rooms out and up a story. It's like a metaphorical 30 feet. No, <laughs> it's, it's metaphorical. It's the th- the thirty feet is like me- each foot is like meta is like actually like like a million feet or or something. <laughs> what? Anyway, this is all getting cut. By the way, yeah. <laughs> I play Pot of Greed. It allows me to draw two cards. <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> I think I got that wrong. I think it's actually three, but I don't remember. No, it's only two. Is it two? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's I no ancestral to... recall. I, I used to... Power, yeah. The power creep isn't as bad in Yu-Gi-Oh as it is in Magic. Oh, no, it is. Oh, no, it but is. Like, yeah. old cards are basically useless in Yu-Gi-Oh. They banned Pot of Greed. Oh. It, it's it's completely banned nowadays. Yeah, other than that, drawing, card draw is broken because there's is no... Too, too bad. There's no, there's no limit there's to what no you can cast. Yeah, like, they, they don't want card draw in Yu-Gi-Oh because you can just dump your hand if you wanted to. Like, there's no cost oh, there's no to casting cards. Yeah. Frick. Well, yeah. normally you're only allowed to play one, like, creature per turn. There's mana in Pokemon, right? Yes. Yeah. Energy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can anyway. call it whatever you want. Yeah. 